0: Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. This is a fun episode because it's from the beginning of one of my recording sessions with Bob. We usually sit down and record for an hour and a half, then I edit it into traditional dosages for each episode. But when I first get there and we're catching up on recent events, I'm definitely at my most tangential because I'm so excited to talk to Bob. Enjoyed this conversation about Jacksonville, bookstores, typewriters, who Shakespeare really was, and Lincoln not having a secretary named Kennedy, and Kennedy not having a secretary named Lincoln. Went to Daytona with my youngest to hang out there. Her braces, uh, their braces got loose, oh. and so we had to come back early, but oh. we still went up to Jacksonville. Oh, how was I, Jackson. Uh It was good. I convinced my dad to go. We were going to go to more places, but since he was coming, we only went to... The typewriter repair store. <laughs> and I took him there, and he got such a kick out of it. He and the guy whose name I can't remember right now uh, talked about it, like the 88 year old guy that's been doing it for 60 years. Because right. um, he has a little, it's almost a museum set up in there. Yeah. Yeah. So dad's talking to him, and he got a real kick out of that. And my daughter was relatively amused for a little bit. Yeah. But down the road is Chamblin Book Mine. Ooh, what's that? Oh my lord! I, it, I assume it's a place it's, full of books. It is a used, I think, primarily used bookstore. Oh yeah, um, some new stuff, and I can it is smell it. huge. I'll show you the pictures after, but it is you—you you easily get lost in there. Yeah, oh, I love it. Um, and it was incredible. And so we were walking around there. Uh, we couldn't split up. Normally, I would just be like, "Everybody, go about your way and meet me back here." But it was—I wouldn't have found them. Even yeah. with cell phones, like, but I how did that
1: worked? Because three, you obviously have different interests, right? So how do you how do you tool through? That's like going through an art museum with strangers. And you're like, you,
0: you where do you stop? How long do you stop? Well, I actually live vicariously through <laughs> everybody else when it comes to books now, oh, nice since good. I mostly listen to them anyway. Um, so that you know, I'm looking for stuff for my daughter i'm looking for stuff that my dad might like the only time i broke away it was for when we were in line to check out i went to the poetry section because i still want to find some more uh poetry books that i can use for typewriter events nice so here i'll I'll like mark them up and bookmark them so here's a good poem if you want to write something in a card Nice. because a lot of people come up with the when it comes to the typewriters and they don't know what to type See,
1: and you've evolved enough that you know this in advance, so you show up with stuff, cool stuff that they can type that they wouldn't really otherwise have considered, right? Right.
0: So I, think I want cool. to get a book of quotations. I want to get a book of I mean, and everybody could look stuff up on their phones, of yeah, course. Yeah. Some people even write this stuff out on their phones first and then type it, which I think is cute <laughs> oh, and funny. It's so it's like weird.
1: It's like a a reversal of things. They're 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 using their higher technology to enable them to go back and use yeah. uh, the lower technology. Yeah. And not I shouldn't call it lower technology because Really classic vintage It's the shoulders on which all this technology rests on today I mean our current printers take some stuff from from typewriters. I mean, let's face it. So printers We were just talking printing printing has come a long way seeing the 3d stuff that you print still blows my mind that we can actually create Hard three-dimensional things that we can use on a printer as long as you have the technology and the knowledge to design it Yeah you know, and that's the challenge. So well, it
0: always it always gives me a little kick when I realize, okay, so I've got these old school printers and these new school printers all in the same room for the most part. Right, right. Yeah. You know? Now how many typewriters are you have to now? So I've been cleaning up. Okay. And I when I first started, I got my first one five years ago. It was really? five years ago, like either this month or next month. You, you have uh, like a typewriter anniversary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I've told the story before I got it because I wanted to write analog Yelp reviews. I wanted to mail Yelp reviews to different businesses. And I probably did that for like 20 businesses. The only one um, that I'm really proud of, I think they posted it at some point, was the Shakespeare one, uh, the Orlando Shakes. Because I put in a bunch of, you know the rumors that, or the, like there's all these wonderful uh, legends and rumors and conspiracy theories about Shakespeare wasn't real, it was really, Sir Francis Bacon, or this other person, or all this stuff. So I put in a bunch of references and codes and stuff like that. I love and it. I don't How know clever. if they ever caught it, but it was, mm-hmm. it was just a lot of fun to write.
1: Well, that is super clever, and you're kind of blowing my mind right now, because yesterday I was cooking most of the afternoon. Bacon? Uh, Sir no, Francis Bacon? No, no bacon. <laughs> While I was cooking, I watched the movie Anonymous. Which is exactly about what you just said is it? about about Shakespeare not being real being made up. Yeah, William Shakespeare. Yep. like a man shaking a spear and uh, and the fate of the person who actually
0: wrote all of it. Yeah. it was it was a lovely period piece. It was really well done. I, it was really fun. Uh, I mean, I definitely don't have cameras in your house looking at what you're watching and doing so that I can <laughs> reference them when we get together. That is just our mind melt. really amazing it is. There's also like a there's a passage in the Bible where like, the seventh word in is shake, and the seventh word from the end is spear. Like, so many people, they've decoded the wording um, yeah, of all of his plays is and that all true? stuff. I, I, I read this stuff as like the Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln, and Lincoln had a secretary right. named Kennedy. I got that like in the 70s. Yeah. I,
1: I, I learned that, and that list blew my mind. And, and none of it's real. And none of it's real? No. Oh. No. Damn. It's all just
0: like most conspiracies. You are just. Or
1: rumors. Like human snopes right now. Yeah, sorry. That's. Well, we didn't have it back then. So, how much crap did we believe that? I mean, consider it right now. How many things have you heard from somebody else that you oh. found out to be untrue? Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Marilyn Manson, like oh when it God. comes to musicians oh, yeah. and things like that. It's yeah. Just, right. So, I mean, this is the way life goes. Yeah. We are constantly passing each other untruths. And I think there's a couple reasons for that. One. Uh, the reality is too uncomfortable to deal with. Two, reality is too boring to deal with. Right. So I think one of those two things is, is in play when we decide to lie.
0: Yeah, it's a telephone game. It's like I heard this and I want to tell you about it, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna change it just a little bit
1: because I'm afraid the original story won't entertain you yeah. as much. And by the way, all those people th- that really happened to now, I'm gonna say it, I it happened to me. Yeah, it reminds me of that old uh, Stephen Wright joke where he starts off he goes. The other day, I, uh, oh oh no, that wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stupidest joke, but I laugh every time I hear it because it's so improbable. It's so not real. Hey gang, it's Bob. I love that Nick spent the last minute of this podcast debunking the myths of my childhood. He offers it as just a throwaway line, not knowing how profoundly he's just shaken the foundation of my beliefs. And I'm not sure how he has the audacity to dash my delight in extraordinary coincidences during the same episode that he mentions the name and the plot line of the movie I watched the night before. Quite a paradox indeed. Despite Nick's reality check, I'm going to continue to believe in the extraordinary and the fantastical. I hope you will too. That's all for this Daily Dose. Time to head out and feed my unicorn. We'll catch you next time.